and welcome. My name is Mary, your mindset coach, and you are listening to Leveling Up with Love. Here we will explore and expand on thought management, mindfulness, and other actionable life strategies that will have you moving toward your desired results and outcomes on life. We will cultivate a relationship with the most amazing person that you will ever meet. And that person is you. Hello, and welcome back. Thank you for sharing this time with me. It's so wonderful to hear that you're finding this valuable and your feedback is fantastic, so thank you. Let's keep the momentum going. Last week, we spent quite a bit of time talking about time. And based on your feedback, you do prefer shorter segments. And I appreciate that and respect that. And so that is going to be my aim, especially considering we're talking about time, right? So we're going to continue discovering more of the things that we are all seeking, our this week, our thoughts and concepts around time, because who wouldn't love more of it, right? So I'm hoping that you applied some of what we talked about last week. You don't necessarily have to have listened to it for this week, but they do work well together. Inside this episode, I'm going to give you a really effective three-step process for being the creator of your time. Doesn't that sound good? As opposed to ending your day feeling like you just got completely run over by life. I want you to wake up and ready for the day and end the day feeling powerful. This process creates freedoms that you didn't even know you had, I'm telling you. Using a calendar and scheduling my personal time used to look so structured and scary to me. It appeared too constricting, too boring, too vanilla. However, since I have begun to do this practice and implement this practice, I see a whole new lens. I have a whole new view of this now. And so being purposeful with my time actually gives me so much freedom and it will give you that freedom too. Being scheduled is like, it's kind of like any other budget, so to speak. It creates clarity around what you're doing. When we do that with our money, when we do that with our time, it provides a sense of confidence and awareness in knowing that you are making proactive decisions that impact your daily existence, right? It's proactive. It's not reactive. It's boss status. My aim is to have scheduling freedom. My aim is to be intentional and purposeful with my time. And that is my goal for you too. The word busy alone just creates like anxiety for me. I hear people say they're busy all the time. I've been guilty myself. And I've switched that in my mind now from saying I'm busy to I am scheduled. I have scheduling freedom. Everything will get done. Again, Wherever you are in life right now, we've all been in a place where we just over schedule or we just feel like we're just reacting to everything that comes up. We've all been there. doesn't matter what your lifestyle is, what it looks like, what it's comprised of, 
single, partnered, unpartnered, children. We all have responsibilities. We all have the ability to be busy. We all have a tendency to overschedule ourselves and be the praise busy, like we discussed a lot more last week. And the more people you have to be responsible for, I would even argue the more important it is that you're intentional with your time because you really need this clarity. You need the space, the ability to plan and execute. So what if we challenge the thought that being busy is a badge of honor or an award we get for allowing the workplace or family responsibilities to just impede on our well-being? Once again, we cannot pour from an empty cup. And friendly reminder, only you can take responsibility for your well-being, for your existence. Only you can do that. I say the following with so much love. The madness ends when we end it. When we say it ends. Give yourself permission. At least give yourself permission here to be open to a new strategy. I've been testing this over and over again, and I'm telling you, it works. And, you know, my favorite gain from this process, you will find that when you're proactive, you have a place for everything. Even your rest time, your downtime, your self-care time, it allows you to actually be present in what you are doing because you know that everything is going to get done. Everything is accounted for. There's enough time for all of it and everything will get done with ease. It's fantastic, it really is. So stay with me, I'm gonna challenge you with this concept of being proactive with your schedule, with your time, as opposed to being busy and reactive. I would suggest grabbing maybe a notebook or a journal if you can, and start working this out with me, okay? So the first step to this process is something called time blocking. And I've been exposed to time blocking through a coach of my own, and there's a book called The One Thing, talks a lot about time blocking, and this concept, it's a helpful concept, and I've since put my own spin on it. Basically how it works is you take a look at your week from a bird's eye view, right? So let's just step outside of yourself for a moment. Pretend that how you've been existing basically feels like treading water, right? Do you feel like you're treading water all the time, like just trying to keep up, keep your head above water, and just keep surviving in the pool, right? Pretend that you are treading that water. What I'm going to ask you to do is just gently remove yourself from the pool. Dry off, soak in some sun, put on your best set of shades, and walk your beautiful self up to the lifeguard stand. Excellent. Get yourself up on that lifeguard stand like a boss. And now look up and over at the pool or at the ocean. Good. So we're removing all urgency and necessity. And we're just going to begin to look at your schedule from above, from the lifeguard stand, if you will with ease. Identify all of your consistent events. We all begin with seven days in a week, 24 hours in a day. That's 268 hours a week. 
okay? So we're going to actually do some math here. Very, very simple basic math. We all have events that happen daily and weekly, and they are basically a given, right? They stay pretty consistent. Even if there's variation within the time slot, we can so often see themes of time overall. So for example, Sunday afternoons may be your family time, right? What you do within that time may vary by week or by season, but ultimately it ends up being your family time or your connection time or your social time, right? Like whatever it is for you, you can block it off as such. And within the time slot, you're going to have variation. Of course, but this is basically a consistent event. So we begin with time blocking repeated events. Let's take sleep, for example. So we have our 268 hours. Allow seven to eight hours a night for sleep. And if you are laughing, you really need to be here. So please stay because this is all part of maintaining and being proactive in our overall health and well-being. So just give yourself those eight hours, eight hours of sleep. After that, after your eight hours, you still have 112 hours a week, right? So just jot that down. We're doing the math here. After you sleep, you can add in some other basic necessities like eating. How much time do you spend eating? Preparing food. Food shopping. Give yourself reasonable time allotments. Add in the time it takes for you to cook and eat. This could be up to maybe, let's say, three hours a day. For me, that's kind of how I figure out, about three hours a day. Food prep time, I prep mostly on Sundays, and it's about a two-hour process. So, for example, I personally spend about 23 hours a week cooking food, eating food, cleaning up food, okay? Again, just a little bit of thought will give you some clarity around this because we are very much creatures of habit, frighteningly so. We're trying to break some of those default mode habits. So after my eating and my sleeping, I still have 89 hours in the week, right? Add in your laundry time, okay? See how this works? The way that I'm doing it here, I'm kind of moving up Maslow's Pyramid, and I begin with necessities and then work my way up. You can do this however you like. You can try it one way and try it another way. Add in your work and family events and other responsibilities, work time. Allow for finances, money management time. You may do this once a week. You may do this twice a month. Whatever works for you, what would be beneficial for you? Because at this point, you can even try something new. What would be your ideal? This would be a good time to observe what you need to add in to your calendar or to remove. Factoring in commuting time or driving places or carpooling, if this is a consistent action, taking family members to events, can allow for your workouts, self-care, meditation, journaling, all the things. This is a great practice. It's a great exercise because when you get down to it, you see exactly where you are spending the majority of your time. It's a really good overview. It's a really good reflective exercise that helps us to be proactive. I love doing this with clients. So we're always amazed at how much time we end up with. Sometimes we have a lot left. Sometimes we're surprised at how much more we're trying to do than is actually physically possible. 
that can also become a whole new conversation because then we have to talk about things like saying the word no and enforcing boundaries or maybe delegating activities. Like if you are really out of time, hiring a cleaning person may make your life more reasonable. Right? So when you look at it really objectively, it also takes away some of the guilt, some of the blame that we often place on ourselves. As always, love what, take what you love and leave the rest. And we are having this conversation from a place of love and compassion for the self. When you take the time to observe with intention, you can create realistic strategies that improve your overall life existence. You deserve goodness just by being. So take a few minutes, pause if you'd like, and do the math on your, for yourself. Look at how many hours you're really working with. Okay? Then notice, how did it go? What did you notice? This was a huge eye-opener for me personally. Sometimes we spend more time saying we're busy, resisting being busy, than actually being busy. And sometimes we're like, wow, look at all this time. What am I doing with that? Or sometimes we have observed that expectation and reality are just not physically possible. And then it becomes a matter of making new choices, observing thoughts around those choices. This can be a deep dive, but it's so worth it. Get back up in that lifeguard stand. Take a nice look out and over. Start making decisions with authority. This is your life. You run the show. Again, no judgment. We are removing guilt and shame and just creating awareness and making shifts to expand our existence. Did you notice that maybe you have a lot more time than you think? Don't know where it is going? Maybe take a look at your screen time. Sometimes Instagram, media, nonsense, news, garbage, gossiping, other things that no longer serve the highest expression of ourselves. How much time are we designating there? It's important to notice also. Again, the aim here is to go from old exhausting thoughts, if I'm so busy and exhausted, time scheduled. I have freedom in my day. I have all the time that I need. Nice deep breaths. Taking the sun up on that lifeguard stand. You are in charge. Everything will get done. And again, it's not to say that you will not schedule downtime. You'll have plenty of time to play on medias or chill or couch, take a nap. Whatever fills your cup, add that into your time blocking. Because when you allow for a reasonable amount of time to partake in these activities as opposed to letting them just happen, we are incredibly more productive and have way less guilt. It allows us to be present in what we are actually doing because we've created circumstances of having time for it. Think of how valuable that is. Think of how helpful this could be going into holiday season and just life in general. So stay with me. Here we go to step two. Okay, so step one is our time blocking. Step two, I like to call this calendaring. You can call it whatever you'd like. This is where we add everything onto our calendar. 
So you've looked at their hours that you've spent. You look at what you have consistently, right? Analog or digital, whichever you prefer. I use a combination of the two, and I typically begin with an analog, and then I add to a digital calendar. Write out everything first and then add it to your calendar. Just get it all out first. Calendaring in and of itself is on my calendar because it does take time to do. Initially, you'll get down all your repeat events. The first time you do this, you know, you will add in all of those consistent events. So it'll take a little bit longer. But moving on from there, I designate one hour a week for new weekly events. So I add one hour per week for this weekly update revision process. Okay, so as we call it here, calendaring. I use the Google Calendar, but first I write down a list analog. Creating time for being proactive is why I also add in calendaring. So initially, you will add all of your repeated events with the digital format. This is far less time consuming than analog digitally because you can just add it and put in a repeating feature, which is awesome. To begin, first add in all your repeat events. And clearly, you will only need to do this once until you need, again, revisions or adjustments. Each week when I sit down to calendar, I write out a list, get down everything. So in step two of calendaring, I write out the list. All right. So this is all the things that I need to get done for the upcoming week. So I've already established my consistent events. Those are on the calendar, time blocked on the calendar. And then I sit down weekly with a list of to-dos that are specific for the week. I write down everything that needs to get done. Just write it out right in front of me. Appointments, errands, all of it. Then I add it to the digital calendar. I challenge you to try this. Typically do this on Sundays. For me, Sunday mornings work or Monday mornings, depending on the week or what's going on. I would encourage you to do this at the beginning of your week. Set the intention for your week. I create plenty of time for everything. Do this at the beginning of the week because you know all too well how the week can get away from us, right? And it's amazing because everyone says that they have no time to do things like this. And yet this process is so freeing. It sounds structured, yet in this structure is the ultimate freedom, I'm telling you. So write out everything specific to that week and then add that to your digital calendar or your analog calendar, whichever you prefer. But it must be specific to the time it will take, give or take, and it must be added to the calendar. Bill time, managing your finances, spending time with your partner, loved ones, both, social time, family time, quiet time. Put it all somewhere. Give yourself that permission. Again, the true gift in this is once it's on the calendar, you can be fully present in whatever it is that you're doing because you know that you will always have enough time. The ocean of life, so lavish with its abundance. Time, we can have an abundance of time too. Just begin to warm up to that. Get yourself up in that lifeguard chair. Take a look at that big, beautiful ocean. You see how fabulous this can be? So I, I just want to offer this to you because there's so much freedom in being 
scheduled in this time blocking calendar process. You are in control of this. And if you did this right, you have your couch time or whatever your recovery activity is. Allow yourself that time. Give yourself permission to rest, nap, whatever it is you need to do to protect your health and well-being. Add it to the list and find space in the calendar. This is freedom. You are human. Give yourself purposeful chill time or whatever you'd like to call it and remove any guilt around it. This practice alone will remove the guilt because again, it is like you're giving yourself this time with purpose. It seems constricting at first, but trust what I'm telling you. I'm an Aquarius. I previously had a lot of resistance around structure and scheduling and budgeting. I also don't always like to be told what to do, even when it comes from myself. But I've really challenged all of those thoughts because it's so advantageous. Time is such a valuable resource and we never get it back. What's so incredibly special about this, again, is that by getting everything down and accounted for, you can actually be present in knowing that what you're doing in the present moment is fine. It's okay. Do you see the value in that? Do you see the value in actually being present in your family time because you know you've scheduled your laundry time for tomorrow at whatever time? So you aren't thinking about it while you're spending your time connecting with those that you love. You've allowed for time to prep for dinner, prep for lunches, so you aren't angry about it because you know you have that downtime at some other point in the day or the week. When we are intentional and purposeful with our time and with our life, we can be present in the events as we are doing them. We create choice around our activities. We make choices instead of just reacting. Social time, family, connection time, self-care, work, necessities, it all gets done. So we have our time blocking, we have our weekly calendaring. And step three, which is the most valuable, possibly, definitely the most important step and possibly the hardest sometimes, is that you do what you're saying to do, what you say you're going to do, when you say you're going to do it. And this is a skill, it requires practice, and it may not always work out. Especially in the beginning of this process, you're going to see how certain things take more or less time, or you may need to add another time, and may not, it's not going to get done right the first time. Try it again, right? Be flexible, noticing like, oh, okay, well, now I can make this adjustment. This in and of itself builds confidence in the practice, being gentle with yourself because you're going to need to allow for flexibility and revision. It's so interesting because often when we waste time, we do that by procrastinating, right? I know that that is something I'm, I have historically had a lot of practice in. And it's this response to stress. Procrastination is just a coping mechanism. By doing that, we are, by avoiding what we really need to be doing, we're just responding to the stress of getting it done. But by doing this process, you begin to minimize the stress and then completing the activities becomes easier. 
it's more with more ease. I'm telling you, it's gold. This is gold right here. It's going to need reviewing and revision, and it's all part of the process. Give yourself permission to be flexible and try it again. We must protect and prioritize our time. It's our own. It's ours. Do you want to be busy all the time or productive and enjoying your life present in those amazing moments that we get to create each and every day? This is definitely an exercise that you need to sit down and actually work out. And you may even begin to journal around your thoughts on it. Do you like being busy? What is that? Why do you need to feel the need to be busy? Does it make you feel loved, wanted, necessary? Ooh, so many layers, right? So as you go through this process, just begin to become aware, explore, be open to the expansion. I offer you this strategy to exist with confidence. Get up in that lifeguard chair. Boss status, boss status. Begin to say to yourself, I create my reality. I have plenty of time. I have all the time I need. And you will begin to notice that you do. Try it. Just give it a try. It is a skill. Takes a few tries. You may need to make adjustments. It's ongoing. This is life. From the lifeguard stand, you can make these proactive choices so that as the week begins and you need to dive into that pool, you have a sense of confidence. You're prepared. There's time for everything. You'll take care of everything. You've created space for everything. You practice and build confidence. Begin to practice the scheduling freedom. Begin to practice intentionality around your time and your schedule around your life. You don't want to wake up 10 years from now and feel like you spent a decade scrolling on Instagram, avoiding what you really needed to do. Do you? Be intentional. Write this out. Listening is beneficial, but the actual practice is going to make the true shift because you'll be surprised at the results, whatever they may be. Let me know what you come up with. I'm on Instagram at maryhoward.mc and I'm on the Google, the Googmeister, the worldwide webage at mary-howard.com. Mary.howard, excuse me, mary-howard.com. I hope you love this. I hope it is beneficial for you. Please reach out with your comments. And as always, take what you love, leave the rest, and continue to level up with love. Until next time, be well. Thank you for sharing this time together. If you would like to continue to expand on thought work, mindfulness, and other actionable life strategies, connect with me at mary-howard.com. mary-howard.com. Schedule a discovery call. We will explore how one-to-one coaching will support you in continuing to level up on life, setting and achieving your desired outcomes. Mm